0: Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thanks for taking a few moments to listen to this introduction of one of the most important audio series I've ever put together. It is entitled Satan, Demons, and the End Times. The Bible tells us that at the first coming of Jesus Christ, there was much angelic activity. Good angels would announce the birth of Jesus Christ. Evil angels, during the life of Jesus Christ, would try to stop him from his mission of becoming the Savior of the world. In the end times, at the second coming of Jesus Christ, angels will play a key role in what takes place. One of those angels, the most prominent of all the angels, Lucifer, decided he would rebel against God, and he ultimately became Satan. One-third of all the angels decided to rebel with Lucifer, and that is how many evil angels are available in all of creation today. They will play a key role in the end times. In this introduction of Satan, Demons, and the End Times, you'll be able to understand why certain things are happening in our world today. If you'll take a moment now and listen to the introduction, I'll tell you how you can get this entire five-hour audio series on CD in just a moment. But right now, here's the introduction to Satan, Demons, and the End Times. Chapter 3 and verse 1, look at chapter 3 and verse 1 just for a second. Now the serpent was more subtle than all the beasts of the field. Who's the serpent? Chapter 12, verse 9 of the book of Revelation Satan. And so, someplace between chapter 1, verse 31 and chapter 3, verse 1, Satan falls. It's not too long a period of time. I don't know quite how long it is, but it's chapter 4 in the book of Genesis, verse 1, when Adam and Eve come together as husband and wife, and she's impregnated, and they have Cain. And God told them to do that, so it wasn't too long afterwards. We'll study more about his dramatic dethroning. But we see that he was a created being, a perfect, beautiful. In fact, let's look at the preeminence of this one who was created as Lucifer. Go with me back to chapter 28 of the book of Ezekiel. Isaiah chapter 14 and Ezekiel chapter 28 are key passages of Scripture for us to understand Satan, his background, some of his activities, the reason for his uh, being dethroned from the heavenlies, etc. Now, I understand, and I've, I'm a student of the Bible, just a bit, and uh, I understand that chapter 14 of Isaiah and chapter 28 of Ezekiel are talking about human world leaders. I understand that. I am not stupid. I got to a certain point, though, where I realized it was not talking anymore anymore. About world leaders. It's talking about in chapter 28 of the book of Ezekiel, the king of Tyre. But when you come down to verse 13, you're going to see it's no longer talking about the king of Tyre. It's now talking about Lucifer. Verse 13, chapter 28. And thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. King of Tyre was never in the garden of God and never in the garden of Eden. And then the last part of verse 13, it says, In the day that thou wast created. King Attire was never created. And then it says here in uh, verse 15, And thou wast perfect in thy ways. The king of Tyre wasn't perfect in his ways, he was born in sin. <laughs> Psalm 51 says, From his mother's womb he came forth a liar. My point is the king of Tyre was never perfect in his ways, never was in the Garden of Eden, and was not created. And so it's not talking about the king of Tyre in the 28th chapter, just for some of you Bible scholars who might want to take me on, in the 28th chapter of the book of Ezekiel. Let me show you what it does describe. Look at chapter 28, verse 13 again. Notice what it says. He was in the Garden of Eden. Every precious stone was like Covering. And it talks about it, the sardis stone, the topaz, the diamond barrel, the onyx, the jasper, sapphire, emerald, carbuncle. You know what those stones are? Nine of them. There's nine stones that covered this beautiful creature. Nine of them are part of those 12 stones on the breastplate of the high priest. That's how beautiful he was. And his place of prominence. He was covered. Notice what else it says here in verse 13. And with his tabrets, you know what that is? A tambourine. And his pipes. You know what he was? Music made manifest. Manifest in his creation. Notice what it says here uh, over in uh, the top of uh, verse 17. Thy heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. The most beautiful creature ever to come into existence at creation. Music made manifest and covered with these beautiful stones. Those stones reserved for the wonderful breastplate of the high priest of God, which, by the way, is looking towards Jesus Christ who will be our high priest. He was, he was unbelievably beautiful. It's talking to us right here. Now, he was a cherub. There are, I think, at least three different categories of angels. He was a cherub. Keep your finger here in Ezekiel. Go back to chapter 1. We're in 28. Go back to chapter 1. Let me. If you ever wondered what Satan looked like, I'm going to give you a perfect description. He is not wearing a red suit. He doesn't have horns on his head, have a red tail sticking out, standing there with a pitchfork. That is not Satan. I'm going to show you what he looks like. In addition to his beauty, his covering, music itself, I'm going to show you what he looks like. He was a cherub. That's what it says. Did you, did you see that? Notice there in verse 14, thou art the anointed cherub. So he's a cherub. He's of that category, the cherub. Look in chapter 1 of Ezekiel. Notice what we see here. This is Ezekiel, and he sees a throne chariot bringing the glory of the Lord down to the earth. That's what chapter 1 is all about. But who makes up the throne chariot? Cherubs. Verse 5. "'Also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of the four living creatures, that this was their appearance, that they had the likeness of a man, and every one had four faces, and every one had four wings, and their feet were straight feet, and the sole of their feet was like the sole of a, a calf's foot, and they sparkled like the color of burnished brass, and they had the hands of a man under their wings.'" and on their four sides, and the four had their faces and their wings. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they, w- they went their way. They went every one straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, the four had the face of a man, the face of a lion, and on the right side, they had then the, f- the four had the face of an ox on the left side, and also the four had the face of an eagle in the back. And so this was a four-faced, you've heard of double-faced people, this was a four-faced creature with four wings. He didn't have to turn any direction, he just went straight forward. Had four wings, two wings extended out, two wings covering his body, the face of a man in the front, the face of a lion on the right, the face of an ox on the left, and the face of an eagle in the back and he just went straight forward. You'll see that he has a wheel in the middle of the wheel later on in chapter 1. He never had to turn. If, he wanted to, if he's going straight this way and he wanted to go to the right, he just went this way. He wanted to go to the back, he went this way. Now, these are the four, and there are four cherubs here. Their extended wings are touching tips, so they form a chariot, a throne chariot, to bring the glory of the Lord to the earth, and that's what Ezekiel is explaining here in chapter 1. But this was a cherub. Now how do I know this is a cherub? It doesn't say that in the text. It say they were living creatures. Well, I thought you might ask to so go to chapter 10 just for a second. And notice what it says in chapter 10 and verse 20. This is the living creature that I saw under the God of Israel by the river Chabar. That's where Ezekiel was on the Chabar River bank in chapter 1. And I knew that they were the cherubims. Every one had four faces apiece and every one had four wings. And the likeness of the hands of a man was under their wings. And the likeness of their faces were the same faces which I saw by the river Chabar. Their appearance And themselves they wept everyone, uh, went everyone straight forward. And so these are cherubs, cherubim. That's what it is, and that's what Satan looks like. He was the most beautiful of all of them created. Face of a man to the front, face of a uh, a lion to the left, face of an ox to the right, and a face of an eagle to the back. And four wings extended out. Thank you for taking a few moments to listen to this introduction of a brand new audio series that I have, Satan, Demons, and the End Times. This is a very important audio series. It's five hours of study. We have it on CD. It's available to you if you'd like to order your copy of Satan, Demons and the End Times, you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, or you can call our toll free number. It's toll free from across America, 877-674-3298. Be sure to call soon and order your copy of Satan, Demons and the End Times. And when I say the End Times, This audio series will give you evidence we are quickly approaching the time when Jesus Christ will return to the earth. But let me hasten to remind you, seven years before he comes back to the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem, he will shout, the archangel will shout, the trumpet God will sound, and we shall be caught up to be with him at the rapture of the church. And I want to tell you something, that rapture could happen today. And having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...